All right, we are live. I'm going to play that video. You guys can take it away. Welcome. You gonna hit John? What's that? You want to start with uh, Corey? Sure. Talk Welcome to Funkers. Introduce yourselves, everybody, so they know who you are. <laughs> Hi, I'm Corey Funk and Ryan Funk here. We're we're just trying to get the technology to work out in the shop here. Seems like. Uh, it's it's sort of functioning. <laughs> it's working good. Yes. We've all had a little technical difficulties tonight, but welcome and congratulations on your points championship. Thanks. Yeah, it was a, a great year all around. I think it was a we had good numbers in the class and it, it was exciting. I think we had eight different winners in our class throughout the year. So definitely shows that there's good solid competition throughout. Very much so. Do you find it more challenging with two trucks this year than one? I mean, you, you didn't win the points, but uh, two trucks are both probably different, but was it more challenging? Um, I, They were knock on wood actually pretty good to us this year that we did. The, the white one was a little bit of a struggle for us to start the year. Had some problems with uh, um, the hitch and a few chassis things that it had to come out of the semi a few times to get straightened out, but but other than that, we were actually pretty fortunate that most weeks we didn't take them out of the semi, <laughs> neither one of them. So that's always good. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to take them out. Other years when you didn't do well, what was the biggest problem on other years? I mean, keeping up or keeping stuff fixed or what was, uh, what were, you know what I mean? Did you have problems other years? Usually when somebody wins points, they have a good year and everything runs all year and you don't have problems. That's usually how you do it. Yeah, yeah, usually. Um, last year, we didn't have that many problems with the white truck as far as durability issues, but we struggled a lot with getting the chassis to work for us. That's really been our 
our main struggle that uh, the, the motors ran well, but getting it to the ground is the name of the game. And it seems like the second truck really helped us kind of sort out some of those problems this year. You always have to have a test monkey, right? <laughs> yep, exactly. When you, you got something you can compare to, it's it, especially after you have a, a bad hook, which happens no matter what, it's, it's nice to have your own that you know you didn't change anything on. If that one went okay, it's like, all right, don't change everything on the truck. It's fine. It was just a bad hook today. <laughs> yep, outsmart yourself, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. How about Dad? Go How ahead, much John. Is he playing with you two guys? Dad? Yeah, he, he seems to love to come along and helps a lot with reading the track and He's a, always one of the first guys once it's rolled down out there with the poker, kind of feeling it out and, and reporting back. So, yeah, through, Throughout the year, that, that's also a big part of it for us, that you know, for, for a lot of classes, that um, not every track holds up throughout the whole class. And reading when it's time to move the sled to a new spot or, or keep hoping for the best in the tried and true it can be a big part of it. Yeah. I watched him in the zone, and he was – he was debating big time. I seen him debating, and then finally he picked the boat, walked over and set it down, and finally that was it. This is where we're going. Uh, <laughs> it was a, it was a, see a family that and enjoy the times with your dad, you can. It was a close points race right up to the end there, wasn't it, until the last day? Yeah, it was uh, It was right down to the wire. We. Um, we were four points ahead of John Lee going in, and I think even the tiebreakers, first and second, were very close um, coming down to the, the last event where um, we were we were debating whether we should even make a pass with the gold truck at Monroe because of the chance of it getting in between. And and we actually were, were starting to question that it was a bad idea when I think Ryan was um, only four feet behind John Lee. So we, we couldn't afford to be behind the gold truck. So... Basically, it had to be at, at minimum in between Ryan and, and him. Right, right. Get it right in there. That's what happened, right? Or... Yeah, yeah. Ended up uh, last hook and and uh, ended up with the win, so it didn't, didn't end up mattering. But right. it was it, it made me more nervous than I had been the rest of the year. I know that <laughs> right down to it. Yeah, because you can. Yeah, you can step on it pretty easy. <laughs> yep. That's good pulling though. The fans enjoy that too. And there's always one or two classes that are that tight when you get to the end of the year. And like you said, there's is passed around all summer in your class. There's a gold truck lining up. So did you guys make changes in the gold truck? It's very similar to the white truck, so you can compare both trucks. Um, yeah, we tried to set up the chassis very similar so we could compare easier. Um, we, we didn't change a ton on the gold truck, but we changed enough to, I mean, it had a different clutch. We took it to the dyno, made some changes on, on the engine dyno and, um, a few, few chassis changes, but so we didn't change everything underneath the sun, but we changed enough. Uh, it, it was it was nice being able to set the two of them up, um, you know, as much as much the same as we could without uh, completely cutting them apart. But there'll, there'll be a few more things this winter that we'll 
we'll line up and, and build some more adjustability into the chassis too so that it's easy to change something on one and, and be able to replicate it on the other. All right. Brad Pavel, I'm wondering if uh, you're coming to Georgia. <laughs> it, it, we always talk about it. It's uh, We hear a lot of good things, and it sounds like a lot of fun down there. But right now, I think with the, the motor being wounded on the gold truck, that we got to get that out and get some things changed on that and, and fixed up and um, everything fresh in that I, I don't think we're going to get down there this year. You heard it right there in the last pass. Uh, it, it had been hurt probably about since Shied, I think, is when we started to notice that we, we data log crankcase pressure on them, and we started to notice well, the, the crankcase pressure about doubled the, right around uh, Shied time. We had a real good weekend down there, but it was it was clear that the, the gold one was wanting a little attention after that. Down at Shied, you guys were what? <clears throat> one was early hook and one was last hook. And Corey, you ended up winning down at Shide, and you had the late last hook, didn't you, down there? Yeah, the the first night down there, Ryan was first hooked with the gold truck, and um, he, he ended up sitting in second place for the whole class. Then uh, one guy got ahead of him, and then I was last hook and ended up winning on uh, on Friday night, and and then uh, Saturday, uh, Ryan actually was first hooked both days, and. Um, stuck it out there that he was he was winning the entire class up until uh, Josh Stahl was last hook and, and he beat Ryan the second day with the last hook. <laughs> it was good to see Badger State bring it home both both nights though. It shows the competition that we have back home every week. Twenty seven trucks. There was twenty three, I think. Iron. Here's the last run. This is the run you guys were looking for all season long, right here. <laughs> how many other Badger State trucks were down at Sides, and how they do? Um, what do we have? Five of us, or yeah, yeah. Stranley went, and um, Jared, Jared Rip was down there, and Josh, and um, the Money Shop, the the new Duramax. He pumped Duramax. He was down there. Them guys do all right getting the top half? Or? Yeah, um, Stranley had a, a really good run. I think he ended up sixth on Saturday night ahead of me with the white one. I was seventh on Saturday night. He was right up in there. and um, kind of Jared, I think, was the top ten, I think. You think he, was, he wasn't far back. But everyone was competitive, I'd say. Good. Watch it again with the little sound. Nice job, Punk Boys, from Addicted Pulling Team, Kyle Robbie. Thanks, Kyle. 
So you're going to change a lot on this truck for next year, you were saying, or not? Uh, there's a, a handful of things that we want to change and test. Um, there's, we got a pretty long list of stuff we want to dyno on it, actually. That, um, things we want to try, but on, on one hand, I hate to take it apart because all signs are it's running pretty good and and uh, everything's healthy, but there's I think we actually have 42 passes on the motor on that one since it's been apart. So it's, it's time to get, get checked over and freshened up. So... So we were hoping to go and uh, beat it up on the dyno a little bit and then do all the freshening. <laughs> oh, yeah. Problem is when you do that, you change your freshen, it changes something all the time, and you just never get it back, it seems like, right? Yeah, it's, uh, at this stage, it's easier to go backwards than forwards when you go to the dyno, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we've all been. Yep. Who helped you with your engine program? Uh, we do all of our engine work ourselves. Um, the it's a chaos block that's a, in the in the white truck, um, but we do everything from making drawings of pistons and sending them out to get them made to our spec and sleeves and and everything. And it's it's really all our own program in that truck. Wow, it's amazing. That always you makes you win. That makes it better when you win when you do it all yourself, don't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. It's uh, it's been a lot of work and a, a lot of playing with it, but it is uh, for anybody that's seen under the hood, it's an oddball compared to any other Cummins you'll see, starting with the injection pump being belt driven on the wrong side. So, yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. That's what makes it work, though. A lot, a lot more pride to you guys. You know, doing all that on your own, and and that's hard. That's 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 a tough thing to do, and. and you know, get it all put together and, and get it all in one basket and make it work. So kudos, you guys, for that. That's a lot of things like you're talking about the fans don't know that hopefully more down and dirty with Badger State, we get more and more of this out there, you know, where the people that see the truck every week and, and know that Funk Brothers are there. Well, who's Corey and who's Ryan and, you know, who's who? And this is, uh, this is great for Badger State, and it's great for you guys. What? We always like when people stop by the trailer and, and talk and check things out. Why don't you tell uh, everybody what you guys do for a living, Corey and Ryan? Uh, we both work at Unisig Deep Hole Drilling Machines. It's um, one of the sponsors of our of the truck, along with uh, Deer Run Seeds and Golden Harvest. But um, at Unisig, we're both engineers there. Uh, Ryan's a uh, manufacturing engineer there. And, and I'm uh, VP of manufacturing and engineering. So um, we, we make deep hole drilling machines and automation. So uh, machines for making anything from tiny medical parts like bone drills and stuff for um, that industry to uh, large machines that make cannon barrels for the arsenals in the U.S. So kind of a full range of, of industries that we, we cover there. That's pretty cool out here. That's yeah. going to be a, a fun job. Yeah, there's um, always always interesting things there, and, and we're we're always hiring, too. So if uh, anybody's in the Menominee Falls, Wisconsin area, that there's there's all kinds of openings in, in all sorts of different avenues. So I think that's anywhere in Wisconsin right now, right? Yeah, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> 
you guys went from having dual DOT tires to the back, the double cuts, and that, that come into effect. Did you guys move to the double cuts right away and start figuring them out, or did you hold off a bit? And uh, do you like double cuts? <laughs> yeah, we, we had... Um... We bought a set of cut tires before Badger State switched over to them. So we ran them a few times at PPL pulls that summer and um, you know, kind of started playing with them. And first thing we found out is they, they bit a lot harder in the front end. And we think we wrecked this CV axle just about every time we put them on that first year. <laughs> so it, it was clear they, they took more power up front than, than what the DOTs did. And we put a big front end in the truck after that. And, and uh, after that, I, I think we, we like them better than the DOTs. I don't know. What do yeah, you think? I, I think it makes the class look more like a professional pulling class, I'd say, or, you know, a, um, a bigger class. Like yeah. One notch say. further away one, from street trucks. Yeah, one notch <laughs> further away from street trucks. So it's, a, I think, a good look for the class and, and something different. Yeah. Who else put the tires? Uh, K3 Tire, uh, Mark Korth up there, he he helps us out a lot and um, fits us in in the middle of the summer when we ask for to be sharpened in, <laughs> in a three-day period or something. And he, he's pretty good to us that way. He's a, bit, he's a busy tire cutter, isn't he? Yep. Yep. He needs, you guys also, he's looking for help. Also, I told Kelly when I was up there now tonight, I said, you know, at some point this summer, I'm going to slip and not say funkin' grooving or funkin' moving. I'm just going to apologize now. She and she says, nobody's probably ever going to notice. <laughs> but luckily, no, probably not. Notice. We won't hear it. <laughs> now, you named the second truck on Facebook, didn't you? Did you take the name off of that that someone had thrown out there? Um, I think it, it was being tossed around before that. And then I think it came up on, in the comments too. And, and we, we decided we liked it. There was a, a couple different variations, but there's a, it, it flowed with, with, uh, funk and move, grooving, the grooving and moving. So that's why we went that way. <laughs> Chassis-wise, did you guys build your own chassis then, or was it one that you kind of come across? Start from yeah. scratch? Uh, interesting story about the white truck is it started out in 2013, I think, is when we bought the, the truck that Ryan and I, I think we Ryan found it on Facebook. It was a cabin chassis Duramax that um, said it needed injectors, and I think we came up with the bright idea to buy it and, uh, and just part it out and sell it and make a buck on it. And um, that, that turned into costing a few dollars. <laughs> but it, it's been through a lot of iterations and been cut apart many times since then. There's Ryan on there. Kenzie, can you pop that back up or no? Oh, yeah. Uh, Russell Dostal says, sell the Funkers at the Pullers Championship. Love their trucks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Had a 
at first. Kyle Robbie wants to know if you're going to get a longer trailer, so you don't have to stack them. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're we're debating on on that if we just uh, lengthen our trailer ourselves this this winter or or what we really do. I think in the end we we just need a toter home to have living quarters up front and then a just a regular 53 foot trailer to fit the trucks and side by side, but. So, a little bit of a stepping stone to get the total home that we want. We don't want to cut the living quarters out of the trailer because um, well, he's got a six month old and I've got a two and four year old that come to pretty much every poll and they, they like to be able to go in there and hang out when it's hot and, and they're waiting for us and everything. So we can't lose the front 13 feet of the trailer that's currently living quarters. So. Right now we kind of settled on stacking the trucks in the back 40 feet and, and we got to take a second trailer for the UTV and whatnot, but <laughs> it'd be nice to all fit in one rig. Family's important, that's for sure. You know, you get your dad and your mom there and and uh, like your guys' young families there, I'm sure they all, all support you and I'm sure the kids love cheering you guys on. Yeah, it's nice to have them all come along. We we always have a, a big sport group, uh, family and friends that come along pretty much every poll that um, make, makes it fun. Now the the old Dodge truck, was that the chassis that, uh, uh, whose old chassis was that? So um, originally it came from Ohio, it was a three-inch truck. Well, I think it started as a two-six truck, and then and it was built up, and then um, went to Doug Mueller and out of Richland Center, who put this the first-gen body on it. So it was a a second-gen Dodge when he bought it, and he rebodied it as this this gold truck. And then um, Brent Meyer had bought it from him, and we ended up with it from from Brent. Um, the, the chassis is pretty much the way it was when we got it. We made a few small adjustments, but um, we wanted to not mess with it too much and see what it had before before we started messing with things. Because Brent had gotten a few, and I didn't know if that was the one that Jamie Lars had or not, but uh, I was curious because Jamie Lars had so much uh, success with that old chassis, and I know it went to Brent Myers, so I don't know if it ended up back through you guys or which one it was but no that one ended up um under the the white lds truck oh was neon in the background it was pretty sweet in the shop there <laughs> thanks it was actually a christmas present last year from from our wives and and dad so <laughs> they all went together and got that for us got the neon sign <laughs> So where's the area and where's the refrigerator? The two most important things in the shop. <laughs> well, uh, where, which which area? The, the the gold one sits over here, and then the refrigerator is back there behind it. <laughs> the fuller. We, we just uh, nice. we we need a bigger shop at this point with the two trucks. We when it's okay when they're all in one piece, but. Once they get torn into a million pieces, uh, there's parts everywhere out here. But uh, we just got a, a vertical mill in the back and a manual mill and lathe that we you know, do a bunch of the work for part, make our own parts and stuff on. 
but we're we're a tight squeeze. <laughs> Time for an addition. Well, Christmas is coming. I guess you, you can wish for a new shop and a new new toter. And... <laughs> <laughs> yep, couple things on the list. That's all. Well, got anything else? By seven. What was that? Um, eight. Eight. Oh no, we got time. Because we got Jason here too, and I know we started late, so. Yeah, no, I think we're okay. Brent, Brent Geek is on here. Says if I remember, the white truck was very low to the ground when it was a two six or three zero class when you started pulling. Assuming guys yeah, we built it. Big dip in the front. Yeah, we, we built it for the 2.6 class originally um, and really planned on running with Badger Truck locally. And it was that, I think, the next year that Badger State picked up 2.6 and, uh, and started with Badger State then. And um, we won points that very first year in 2014 in the 2.6 class with it. And uh, then that class switched to 3-inch and, and we switched there and... And ran that for a few years, and then yeah, the the truck got higher off the ground every time it got bigger parts in it. So back when it was a two six, it had a um, one ton rear end and a and a factory front diff yet. And then when we went to the twenty one forty five big rear end, the back had to go up higher. And then we put the one hundred six front end in it, and the front had to go up higher. So <laughs> that's that's kind of how it evolved, and um, from the, and then the three inch to the three six class. So. So not, not much uh, trouble with that anymore. The drive line, the weakest link is probably drive shafts for you guys now, huh? Yeah, I mean, knock on wood, the white truck is, it goes on some rough passes fairly regularly, and we haven't broken anything in the drive line in years. Yeah. Um, I think the last time was, what, three years ago, when I think we, we uh, broke the drive shaft in Macville. Um, we had a real rough pass and I think we, we built that a little heavier after that and haven't broken anything since. So. Awesome. Well, it's a stellar year for you guys. That's for sure. Congratulations to you guys. And it's always been a fun class to watch and a, a tough class. I think the fans really enjoy the diesel pro stock diesel trucks of Badger State. That's for sure. Thanks. Greg, another one of the classes you want to be booked all the time? Yeah. <laughs> they get they play other places. You know, they aren't short, so. Bottom of my. Your phone's breaking up. It seemed like that 18 hooks anyways, right? Last um, year? Six, 16 hooks. 16? You want more or less? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think everyone probably figures that's about a good number for us. <laughs> As what most guys think, yeah, 16 is enough. Yeah. yeah it's kind of one of the, the more horsepower you put in them, it seems like you don't want to run it as much. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, 
we were fortunate this year, well, and lately with uh, things holding together, but I know there's a lot of trucks in our class that we would ha we would have had a lot more, but there's several of them that hurt motors and, and couldn't get parts to get them back together this year. So That's a lot of, a lot of the classes of tractors are the same way and, you know, two-wheel drives, everybody was in, the, in that kind of boat, you know, waiting on parts. And then when you got them, they weren't the right ones or weren't the good ones. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you just set, settle for what getting something. Yep, hope it'll last, and it doesn't always work that way. Right, right. Well, Any other sponsors that you'd like to thank? Anybody else you'd like to thank for helping out this year? Um, um, I just uh, Unisig Depot Drilling Service, um, Golden Harvest, Seeds and Deer Run Seeds. Those are our sponsors for the two trucks. And then um, just like to, to thank our our friends and and they come along and help us. It's, it can be a quite kind of a, a rat race to stage and scale two trucks kind of uh, throughout the summer, especially if they're back to back and um, short time that we were fortunate to have a good crew along with us almost every hook and then I'd like to thank our, our wives for supporting us and, and watching the kids and managing them mm -hmm. run around while, while we're at the pole doing, doing what we like to do. So. Yeah. So my question is, are you ever going to get dad behind the wheel? <laughs> yeah, we, we usually, he usually drives it a couple times each summer. He actually drove it at Monroe last year and uh, it bounced so bad. He backed out of it half track. Um, we, so being in the points race, so we weren't going to let him do it again this year, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we, we, we'll, uh, we usually try to find some place that, uh, isn't going to affect points and get him in the seat at least once a year. <laughs> right. We tried to get him in there, uh, at Sandwich, Illinois, the, the NTPA hook this, this summer. And he, he wasn't feeling the greatest that day and, and, uh, he didn't, he actually didn't want to. So, <laughs> Uh, yeah. probably want to dodge being that little smoother ride, you know. Which is still like that way on a road. That usually ride a little smoother than the dodges, you know. But... <laughs> yeah, the, the dodge does have a smooth ride to it. It seems like no matter what, you can't make that one bounce. So, <laughs> yeah. not, not often you can see a dodge run smoother than Chevy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. That's awesome. That's well, awesome. Well, we probably got just a little bit left, so we're probably going to move along a little bit with Jason here. Uh, Jason, the 9,300-pound super farm champ, he lives in the neighborhood in our subdivision, which is about two and a half miles away from my home. He said, I don't think I could figure out the link, so I'm glad you're having trouble, not me. Right. I'm not good at technology, so better you than me. Right. So Jason had an exceptional year. Went from running the, the Lucas Oil Series to uh, the Badger State Series full time this summer and uh, winning a points championship. That would be a fun summer. It was a great summer. I, I, it was one of those years where you just everything just seemed to click, and I got lucky. And I just and I will take all the luck that I can get when it comes to pulling because it doesn't come around too often. And, 
it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun being around all the guys that we pull with. And this year was just, I've been on the tour for, I think I ran it for six or seven years. And coming home and everybody in the class was just, they're, they're happy to see me. And it was a great homecoming. And I just, it was, it was fun this year. It really was. Long ride home too, you know, within a couple yeah, hours yeah, of home. Yeah, yeah. Every, <laughs> every time, right. rather than traveling. But uh, would you have seven, eight wins? Uh, I think, yeah, seven or eight wins. I can't even remember what it was now. And I just, I went this year, I went to every poll thinking that, you know, I just wanted to do good at that one poll. And I just, I didn't even think about points this year. I honestly didn't look at points until I think it was. Huh, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was after Plymouth. And I just, I took every poll one at a time. And it, was, it made it for a lot more fun. It was, you weren't chasing much because you weren't thinking about it. You didn't think how you'd screw up if you, you know, did it that way. And it's made it a lot easier. But. So not, not traveling on the tour, you weren't running with your brother and, and Chuck, so you kind of. Kind of on your own as far as gearing and you know different places where a lot of times I'm sure with up down the team guys you you know what gear do you run on I run this one and you kind of adjust a little bit you find that more challenging it is because when you got that guy to lean back on you know it's all you know it's all or nothing type of thing and like the Funk Brothers I mean they got their two trucks here at home and when you got two trucks I mean you usually can guarantee you the other one should at least do better you don't always do better but you should do better and yeah. When you ain't got that crutch to lean on and you're doing it all yourself, I mean it's it's different. It's I mean it's been, I mean we've been a team, you know, group for I mean I got my pro farm in two thousand eight and ever since then we've had two tractors and then when we went on the tour and then we started taking Chuck along with us a year after, I mean then those three of us. And when you got three tractors you, you usually do better when you got all that, you know, input coming back. Yeah. But this year it was a little different. It was something to grasp, but I just when I got to the track, it was it was full time. I think mom and dad came with you most of the summer, didn't they? Yep, mom and dad and my father-in-law. He comes with. He came to the majority of them when I didn't make him go and run the tour with them boys and help them out. And it's it was fun this summer. I I really I had a lot of fun fun this year, and it wasn't because I was doing winning either. It was because I was enjoying the year. Yep. Kicking back, got to the pole, and your focus time was at the tractor pole, and it, it just it makes a lot fun fun year. Being able to spend more time with the kids, yeah, you know? yes, and that's when you're you're on the tour, you're gone for you leave on a, a Thursday morning, and you're not home till Sunday night or Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning or whatever, and you get home and then you're lazy, you don't want to do nothing because you've been gone for four or five days, and you know it's just being home where you're. You know, Max is three hours away. It makes for a lot better ride home when you know it's only two hours. So tell the fans how many kids you got and their ages. I got three kids. I got a seven-year-old, Leah. Uh, then I got a five-year-old, Harvey. And then I got a gonna be three years old in at uh, October 19th, and that's Hadley. Funny. What do to do? They make me chase, that's for sure. <laughs> Look at that. There's a good... Good video right there too. Dad backing you in there, and and uh, he's been pulling a long time, and I think I think he enjoys watching you boys as much as 
Because he used to drive once in a while too, I think. You know, and, uh, he's always got a smile on his face. Oh yeah. I, he, I mean, Dad, he, he don't drive much anymore. He he likes just going to the pole and and just to help him out. I mean, he does he does a lot of work at home. And I mean, all three of us do. I mean, all three of us dig in and we all work together. And it just makes it easier when you got three guys know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, ball four with Chuck. I mean, Chuck, I, there's nothing that my brother or, or Chuck, I wouldn't trust in them to if I'd miss a pole or whatever that I'd entrust in them to drive and come to work. And I, I mean, Dad, Dad pretty much is the one that helps me on my tractor, and he also helps Dan on his. But, I mean, it, I, I have no problem with having other people work on my stuff or drive it or whatever, as long as I trust you. Yeah. <laughs> Any big news for 2023 upcoming season? Uh, not, not so much for me. Just rip it all down like usual and go through it. Yeah, I have all my. I guess I, I'll need a new block next year because I got a. It's pretty spider webbed. And at the start of this year, uh, took the sleeves and pistons out and just had them checked over and stuff like that. And we Rob Lemke's one that does our motor stuff and and uh, he took we took sleeves down there and we thought they looked good. He just wanted to check them over, and he goes, nah, you need six new sleeves. And I said, well, why? And he says, well, they're all egg-shaped because your block is junk. <laughs> so I started out the year with a junk block, and every pull I got to, I knocked on wood real hard that I didn't puke it on the track. And I guess, I mean, I got lucky in that sense, so there there will definitely have to be a new block for next year. So, How long have you guys had the air rack front end on yours? I put that on... I was actually just talking about that the other day. I don't remember with who, but I think it was uh, 18 or 19 season we put it on. And I got that from Josh Miley, and uh, I stuck it on. And I think I went to, uh, where was it, Etrick. Just made a test pass on it, and it was kind of different. Just something else to think about again now. You know, we need to add another thing to think about when you're going down the track. Is that air ride, and where to set stuff, and... How to weight it and where you go with the weights and it's it's different with the air right front end. It's uh, when you screw up, it makes you look less dumb because you you hit the wheelie bars and you come down and you it doesn't slam you back up again and it makes you look less dumb when you screw up. So you think the air right front end helps out with the whole shot as well? Uh, I actually I set mine up a little bit different. There's a couple guys that they'll they'll let them kick. And you know, let it bring you know set you in. But the way I looked at that is you're losing drawbar. So I just figured when the front end kicks up, it's gonna pick up anyhow if it wants to. So I, I kind of tied mine down, and I don't know, don't know if it's right or wrong, but uh, I mean it, it, it might help a little bit. It's working. It, this year it worked, that's for sure. You didn't it didn't seem like you had much breakage this no. summer. Did you have anything go wrong? Oh man, now you're making me think. Uh, I did, y'all. There was a couple passes. We changed some fuel line stuff around, and uh, well, I got my new injection pump. That's what it was. I got a new pump, put that on the tractor, and uh, the return line kept loosening up on me. And then we got some steel fittings. And I had some aluminum fittings in there, and then I broke the aluminum fittings. So then I had to change more stuff around. But other than that, I I didn't have any problems. And that was something that, you know, really ain't going to hurt you much. But 
maybe felt a little bit of diesel fuel going through the air, you know, the turbo sucking, the turbo sucking it in. But other than that, no, I was I was pretty lucky this year. Good summer. Yep. Yeah. Tires and stuff is. Yep. Tires kind of been a uh, rough gig. It seems yeah. like this year, and uh, you know, you talking tires and stuff. This set here, is this one of the door sets you guys got? Yeah, I, I put a pair of hole shots on it, and uh, I've been on the, the, the Firestone for years, and and all these other guys last few years have switched the hole shots and stuff like that, and, they're, and uh, the full poles, and it just seemed like I was still doing good with the Firestone on, and I just, I had a really hard time taking them off, because like last year on the, on the PPL tour, I ended up second place in points, and there was one of three tractors that had the Firestone tires on, and I can't say they didn't work because I ended up second place. So, so this year I ended up. My dad wanted me to put a new set of the hole shots on, so we tried them, and I'm not gonna say they hurt me, but I mean, they they do work. They're, they're a little different. They're harder to figure out at first, but I kind of settled in, got them figured out, and then I. One on a couple different ones this year, first place finishes. So, like I say, I can't say it didn't work. So, your brother's tractor that that didn't seem like I heard much issues with that one this summer either. You guys had a pretty good year in the, the whole shop, basically. Yeah, uh, I, my brother and Chuck they did the tour this year and they had the old full pole tires on the original uh pro polar tires and uh they didn't seem to work as well down south. It, it must be a, a soft track type of thing where the, the hole shots are a wider tire. So on the southern tracks, they really seem to help because you float more. And they didn't have much luck this summer on the tour. I mean, they they just, it just it wasn't their year on the tour. But I mean, they, I mean, Chuck came back and my brother came back and you know, they pulled the batter safe stuff and they'd be just fine. Yeah. I think Chuck had uh, two ones on yeah. there. I think it was. And my brother, he, he only came to a couple because the family stuff. And he's a little guy who plays football, so he, you know, kind of keys on that, which good for him. Yeah. And uh, he just, he didn't run much, but he had a couple he good finishes at home. But the other tires don't work on the tour, I guess. So. <laughs> but who, uh, who helps you guys out with your fuel system and, and turbos and stuff? Well, we get our... Uh, Fuel center, we all comes from Hart. We actually had uh, Dennis Fry's on there from I think about 2012. We had our pumps on there from him, and we ran them for years and years and years. And every time we'd go to the dyno, nothing could ever beat it. And they're they're starting to get old. I mean, they've been on there for almost 10 years. And I said to Dad that you know we got a new pump from Hart's, and he goes, Well, they, they don't really make that much more power. I said, Dad, it's not so much that we're you know up. It's, it's more just upgrading and, you know, I mean, they're, they're starting to get worn out and it was time to change something and do something different. And, I mean, we put the hearts on and we gained some power with them. So it's like, well, we didn't lose with them this time like we had been every other time. So we stuck with them. And then we get, you know, our, pretty much our, our whole fuel system is there. It works. They do a good job down there. I mean, I can't complain about the, the I mean, every time we've ever had a problem, they've been right there, send her down, we'll get her done. They, they do. Brandon and Dustin are really good. But Chargers seem like they live more in the super farms nowadays, too. The technology's come so far in the super farm class. And, yep. and uh, three-inch charger in and out. But 
uh, over the last six, seven years, you know, super farmers went from 1,300 horse oh. to 1,700 horse range. Yep. And, and you're still running the same cubic inch and a lot of other combinations, but the fuel and air really, really yep. moved up. Yep, the air in the last, I mean, even the last four or five years, I mean, it's been two or 300 horse just in the air. I mean, it's, it's, and, and that's why like that pump worked so much better than that. So much, but I mean, it helped. It wasn't great, but it was better than what we had. And I mean, when you're, you're putting more air to it, you put more fuel to it. And it just, it worked this year. It finally, something clicked. And I went to the dyno finally, and I think it was uh, July 2nd. I think it's the latest I've ever been to the dyno and finally got my parts and went down there and made it work. I, I came off the dyno and I think I was about 75 horse short from my brother and uh, Chuck. And I'm like, well, this year might suck since I know I'm going to be way off, but it turned out okay. Turned out good. Combination worked well. Yep. But they also went back when it was cold, too. And cold air makes power. <laughs> <laughs> Who's some of the guys you'd like to thank sponsorship wise and stuff? Do you, I don't know if you have much or what, but people that uh, either help out or sponsor or. Or, or well, work, work with you? Yeah, you know, Robbie Lemke and, and Troy Schradel, they, they have been helping us for years. Robbie, one of the first motors that Robbie ever built came out of his, out of his dad's garage that they built in their garage. And we've been running that for years. Well, not that one anymore, but we ran that one for years. And Robbie's been great to us. And Brandon and Dustin Hart down there, they, they do great work down there. And every time you ever need something, you say, well, we need something. Somebody else is coming with something, so you better get us something to make us power, and they do. I mean, they, they do good work down there. And, and uh, Kevin Eagle King, I mean, there's not a better guy in the world when it comes to dino stuff. And usually when he smiles and says, uh, you're good, it means you're good. <laughs> you, you might as well just unhook her right there and go home. Because Kevin has been around the, the dino world for a long, long time, and all the little things that he knows and and – He's just great at what he does. Yep, but Angle King Dino Service. Yep. So, well, we better wrap things up. We got two minutes left, and we'll be uh, rolling into the uh, the other show. So, let's throw pulling. We'll be coming up. Uh, a few last words from the Fun Boys. Uh, thanks for having us on. It was it was fun. Neat yeah, right. talking to you guys. Thanks for yeah. coming. Up. Appreciate the invite. <laughs> Looking forward to a yep. good season. Some fun at the bank, but yeah. Yep. Right. Looks like our time is up here, huh? Well, we got one minute. Thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, hope you watch watching next week. Who we have on then? Anything else, John? Next week? I don't know. We're going to have to talk about that after and see who we're going to wrangle in. Right. We'll find somebody. I'm sure of that. We're going to try and get all the points champions on and uh, the next few shows and then uh, yeah, go on from there. We'll get close to the banquet. Yeah. So. I think once we get into harvest, we're going to be visiting people's shops on Monday nights too. So keep, keep an eye out for that. That'll be neat. Yeah. So. Yeah, and we're going to try and, you know, uh, I think the biggest part of this is helping get get people noticed, you know, that behind the scenes, like you guys here and 
Jason, you see the tractor, you see the helmet, but you don't see who's driving it or, or who's Ryan and who's Corey, which one's who's who, you know? So it's yeah. uh, great. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> yeah. well, you'll have to uh, tell the positive ground team we're sorry for running over their steps at the at Monroe. <laughs> we, we, we didn't end up catching up to them yet, but <laughs> tell them we apologize. <laughs> That's what happens when you let Dad drive the semi. <laughs> yeah. I know, man. I know, man. I can go all this. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. The fun boys for helping us out. Corey and Ryan, thanks, Jason, for visiting with us. And congratulations on all your guys' points championships this year. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for watching, guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys.